0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode twenty-seven of Behind the Bench. I can't believe we're twenty-seven episodes in. Cheers, um, it's unreal. Um, and hey, we're just we're just on a movement. We've started a movement here in Northern Ontario, and we're just gonna keep running with it. Thank you for supporting us along the way. Instagram at BTB Podcast Double Underscore on our Twitter fake news as well at the same uh, tagline. And we're there, and we're so happy to be a part of this. Thank you for tuning in to another show, our loyal, beautiful fans. Thank you so much. This episode and this podcast is presented by Optimist Brewery, and I am actually sipping on a Sunshine Lager right now, boys. I'll give you a little quick taste test. Nice, smooth. Um, Like I said, player comparable. It's a moosehead. Maybe just a bit better than a moose, a little more smooth than a moose. It's a gorgeous beer. Um, fantastic. Um, and why am I trying a Sunshine Lager? Well, let me tell you, it's a part of our BTP combo pack if you haven't heard of it already. Friday nights just got a whole lot better. Okay. And it's not, it doesn't have to be Friday nights. It's any night of the week. You're hungry. You don't have time to cook. Well, the boys got you covered. Okay. Two pizzas. One pepperoni, one B2B pizza with bacon, pepperoni, and hot peppers. And you can switch that out if you like for pepperoni or veggie. That with a six-pack of sunshine lager, you know, to treat yourself after a hard day's work, $50. You're not going to find a better deal on the freaking planet, people. Optimist Brewery, go check them out. They do skip the dishes online at their Website, www.optimistbrewerine, I-N-G, ca. Electric. They are electric. We are so happy to be a part of their movement as well. High fives, good times, great beer, Optimist. Hours are 4 to 10 Tuesday to Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Optimist Brewing. Go get that BTB combo pack. Support the boys, support local, and support Optimist. Without any further ado, boys, let's get into the episode. On the weekly lift today, we will be talking about the U18 tournament, a little check in from there. LU news, a little more news from there, obviously, with what's been going on. Timberwolf uh, making a top shot like experience uh, with their putt, putt green. Um, Mace got some info on that. Talk about the Blue Jays. People have been asking for baseball. We're going to give baseball. Um, and we're a little talk about hockey, a little bit of McDavid action. I've got requests to talk about uh, McDavid. Um, we'll head into our May You Performer, like we always do. Our interview today, uh, which we're very lucky and fortunate to have on, Canadian women's hockey legend, Rebecca Johnson and Sudbury legend, uh, hopped onto the pod and to talk some uh, some of her career um, and what's been going on uh, recently with women's hockey so very excited to get that out to the people um and we're so grateful that she came on so thank you so much btb hockey pool we are in the finals it's savage it's greener it's the finals we'll be talking about that um corny's q a will be announcing two winners tonight two winners tonight we'll let you know what our uh gift is as well um and tonight since it's uh, the uh, giveaway portion of the Corny's q we'll be doing a Corny's quiz, a little trivia game that we brought uh, before. Uh, this time, the Corny's quiz. Mace will be running that. We miss it like we always do with our friends at Just Missing, and that will do it for the Epi. It's jam-packed, like always. It's nonstop content here at Behind the Bench. We provide it for the people. Episode 27. Mace, you know what to do. Bring that April Wine in. Let's go.
1: Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon Just stir your dregs and sickness still without a rustic spoon Now come on people, live with me where the light has never shone And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign town
0: Boys, we are here. Episode 27. We made it to episode 27. One more week. Another week, another episode. Let's send it over. I'm gonna change it up. I know Tom is on the edge of his seat, but I'm gonna change it up. Send it over to my fellow Habitat fan, Mason Savage. How we doing, brother? I'm great. Did you see that shot? Did you see that shot? Is that now the shot heard around the world,
2: Tom? Oh, sorry. What? Well, my internet bugged out. I don't know if you're done. <laughs> your <intro yet. laughs> no, Tom. In send it over to me. There's lots to talk about. Mace, Chim, I hope you guys are doing well. Episode 27. Good to be here. I am flying. <laughs> I had a terrific day um, terrific. besides my encounter at Bell boys let me run you through this so i told chim a little bit about this i have an upgrade and um if you guys haven't heard and our listeners haven't heard uh phone prices are absolutely absurd banana lands is what uh, i'm gonna call it so you know me and my brother go in around 11 ish and of course we got stopped by the security guard forgot to book an appointment sorry we have to you know go back and book an appointment online so we book it for three o'clock had bell in the mall so we go in with everybody's running through the prices and like In my head, I'm doing the quick math of like, I have an upgrade here and the the phone price is still like full, like you're paying for the full amount. Even if you have an upgrade for two years, I find that like ridiculous how it's not even a discount of like 25%, anything, whatever. So he's like, yeah, you have to pay, uh, if you want the iPhone 12 pro, you have to pay 70 bucks plus you're like 80, 90 on whatever, like on your bill. I'm like, Holy, that's like 140, 150 a month. Like that's, that's absurd. I'm playing like 90 right now. Right. So it turns out whatever, me and my brother on the way home are just like shaking our heads doing the math. Like it's it's absolutely nuts, right? Um, but anyways, turns out the day ended off well because um I placed an order with Bell through Themis's RBC corporate. So I'm not an RBC employee, but we found a, a loophole in, in the system and got a cheaper phone that way for myself. So uh,
0: that, let's make sure RBC's not watching this podcast. We'll have to no, no 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 oh, no there's no loophole. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're there it's a corporate whatever the family but, account. It's family. Yeah
2: it's it's ran through them like if, if yeah, yeah i i can announce that uh i'm not gonna announce how much i'm paying it's not that much of a difference but i'm definitely saving them what the consumers are but it's just you know i have rbc family members that work there but anyways phone prices are absurd it's actually like crazy um the uh while well, they've changed the structure of the, the phone yeah it's like, the, I, I, heard, like this, I heard this lease stuff is available so now, now
0: and... so now your your old plan was probably you would just you, you had your phone, I, it's you paid just for out, right? the plan. Uh, just right. paying for the plan. Yeah. Now, now they get you. You're playing for D the on. phone. Exactly. And the plan. You oh. don't actually own the phone. It's, I know. It's
2: ridiculous. Ridic- uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Absolute banana lands. Leafs game. Um, the only reason why Al was so happy, boys. So I got a Snapchat from him after Cole Caulfield. Anyways, absolutely absurd how the Montreal Canadiens did not put this guy in the lineup until about a week ago. He should have been there. Maybe since the start.
0: Besides kay. the point, besides, besides the, the point.
2: point, I think you were, you sent me that video of you so happy that Montreal scored. Here's the reason why. Not sure if you found out. Our boy, your boy. Why would I Nick be, be happy Foligno that
0: Nicolino got hurt? Why no, no. would I be happy? That's that the Nick only Foligno reason why you were cheering. Okay. No, 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 no. It wouldn't have mattered if he was in the lineup or not. It To see them come back and beat. Especially you, know. and especially know. twenty-two, twenty-four million dollars going down the ice on a two-on-zero, not even get a shot on there it. it was just so sweet. It was so yeah, sweet. Yeah, it
2: was sweet. Um, I mean, you better not get that opportunity to them again. But um, Cole Caulfield's looking good. I mean, two goals on three-on-three on three, hasn't scored on a fight, on even strength
0: yet. But hey, two I mean, overtime you goals. You know what that spells? Clutch, Tom. Clutch, Cole. Clutch, Caulfield, brother.
2: Clutch? I don't know about clutch, but
0: why? Well, I mean, he's got two old team winners, so he hasn't your scored. Boy, right? Your Even boy starts... Matthew, your boy's Matthews. I mean, Jim, we're not putting him in perspective with Matthews, dude. Like the okay, okay.
2: All right. <laughs> if you're telling me Cole Caulfield's gonna be better than Matthews, dude, it's like what? He hasn't proven anything yet, Al. And hey, like from from what you've been saying and what from, well, mace hasn't said this to me, but the playoffs is all that matters, and the Leafs have clinched the spot. Okay, so we'll see them in the playoffs. Congratulations to Montreal on a great win. Great comeback. They've had, what, three straight comeback wins now? Mm-hmm. And they're finally yeah. scoring somewhat goals. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. It's good ben Schrott looks terrible. Let's leave out that. Jeff
0: Norris Petrie. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Jim, let- Jim, before 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 we move
2: on, did you know what uh, Jeff Petrie's like total plus-minus is since he entered the league?
0: Why? Wow, he played on some terrible Edmonton teams.
2: He's so. also terrible at even
0: strength, but he was, he's like at a minus minus one fifteen in his career. Hey, hey, he had three apples. I have him in, in my other. Oh, well, he's very good. I, I
2: actually enjoy watching him. He's very
3: talented. I'm just saying his plus he, minus. He, is he looked dog good in doo-doo. a leaf
0: sweater. You'd agree. You'd agree. He'd look good in the leaf sweater. I don't know about that. Okay. But well, let's yeah, move on. Plus minus and Riley probably. So at a boy, me sweet, of freaking chime in. I love it. Okay. Let's move on. The weekly left boys. Um, What's going on with you? You know wait. What's going on with you? How's your week been? Work, work started. I uh, got the grades back. Very happy with the grades. <laughs> Starting summer class now. Um, oh. just, it's it's a road to teachers college right now. Uh, I'm looking to bunk with Mace uh, in uh, in uh, about a, about a year and a half. We're gonna be tearing down North Bay. Watch out. Um, but anyways, what class uh, are you taking this summer? Another history one. Another history one. I'm getting my teachables set, buddy. a lot of essay writing um it's not it's not fun but it is what it is let's move on all right topic one for tonight is u18 world hockey championships send it over to mace obviously he's got some strong ties uh, to the championship so mace what are you saying buddy well i'm watching the quarterfinals
3: sweden versus usa right now on tsn uh red savage the first intermission interview was pretty cool. Uh, I was smiling the whole time. Yeah, but it was pretty sick. Th- this, this tournament's been pretty sick. The, the States, I've been watching most of the States games and uh, the Russia-US game, like Red said, was amazing. Uh, the States lost, sucked, but uh, States are up 5-1. Russia comes back, goes overtime 6-6. This Russian captain, unreal. He did the lacrosse-style goal, Michigan goal game after. He scores the OT winner um but the states had another great game against finland um now nail biter against sweden Uh, i think red's playing a little hurt uh so he just looking to make make an impact however he can which has been awesome but other than that canada looks good too shane wright connor bedard jesus even pumping bedards tired
2: still uh, oh my
3: god this kid um
2: Mace, can we talk a little bit more about that Russia USA game that you sent us the video for? That hit was absolutely disgusting.
0: Oh, Red teed that guy up. Yeah, it was beautiful.
3: Like, there, there was a little, like, not rivalry, but like, that was a hell North of a East game, camping. though. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. St. Louis kid looked good. Dude, that like pastor the, job looks good on the States. The town the on there's this There's a lot tournament. of kids coming out.
2: Dylan Duke's sick. Um, I hope. I mean, Canada's already through to the semis. Um, I'm hoping the States can pull through here. What what period are they in right now, Mace, when we're recording?
3: Uh, 16 minutes left in the second.
2: Okay, well, maybe – well, I'm not going to say the game will be done by overtime recording, but we'll get the, before the third update. I mean, just – you're going to see a ha- like three-quarters of these guys probably in the NHL, not three-quarters, probably half. Um, Obviously, the top-end guys are producing well. You mentioned Shane Wright, Connor Bernard leading the way for, for Team Canada. I mean – it's pretty uh, obvious to say which teams will be in the finals, and clearly Canada looks like they're they're leading towards that way. So hopefully the states can pull through because I'd be much. Sure, they won't play each other in the semis, eh? If the states win, that's a good question that I should know. But I'm not sure. I'll, I'll get back to you.
0: <laughs> Jim, I wait, thoughts, man? I can't wait to see what these guys in the World Juniors. Um, oh, yeah, I do not know about you guys like. When I was younger, like, I was always into every Canada game, like, even at the World Juniors, like, even when they would kill teams like 12 nothing. Now that I'm older, it's like, it's, it's hard to get into the round. I, I agree, the round robin, too. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's tough. To, like, the World Juniors this year is the same way. It's just, like, you know that they're going to win. Um, and I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know what they can do, what can be better. I guess just the, the other countries got to get better or I don't know. I I know these they were talking about combining countries before too. I don't think you can do that though. No. Um
2: You almost you almost can run the four best teams. I don't know. Like yeah, and have no. like a, a a winner of division 1 or a winner of division 2. You can still have the division 2 teams there. Right. Yeah. But you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be limit the
2: blowouts, man. Like we're talking about yeah, going I, to World Juniors and
0: stuff now, but No, it's true. But the same same thing with Canada. They killed a bunch of teams. Like they, they just won like 12 three know uh, against Czechoslovakia in the quarterfinal game you know yeah I, I don't know um it's interesting um but okay boys let's move on here uh topic number two so big news item uh Laurentian's been in the news obviously so um I believe what's been going on so they were looking to get the judge's approval to stay open under creditor uh protection while it restructures and it did get the okay um And they also did get the okay. So they've terminated all agreements with Thornlow, Huntington, University of Sudbury. That's all done. Um, Now Laurentian will qualify for a $10 million uh, loan. Um, Since they had cut ties, it allowed them to do that. Um, So here's a couple things. Laurentian is nowhere near out of the woods right now. They do have two uh, properties that they own that could, they get rid of easily for for a good chunk of money. Um, They have the art gallery. I don't know if you guys know where the art gallery is on uh Paris Street. It's that it's a beautiful black mm-hmm. uh like stone building. It's it's called the Bell Mansion. It was donated by um right by Mr. Bell. And it's it's uh it's a beautiful, beautiful. So I didn't know Laurentian owned it. I and that can it's a historical like lamb it could go for a good chunk of money. And the president's house that's right across the street almost um which is a very historical building as well. Um, so very interesting it's very interesting what's going on with you obviously we're past april 30th so the cuts that came in come in everyone that got affected has now been affected um and it it is what it is it sucks you guys got any thoughts on this
2: i mean not much it's just like you i think you mentioned 10 million now i, I actually heard it on the radio it was like i thought it was like the old news that i was hearing because i knew they parted ways from them but i mean this is almost up your alley because you understand like I'm not going to say the politics side of it, but like you mentioned, the 10 million, I just I don't think they're close to being stabilized yet. Like,
0: no, that 10 million is not like nothing for what they need to cover. Okay. It's just another loan. No, it's just okay. a loan. It, okay. Since it's they a loan. cut ties with these. Sorry. Yeah, programs, I misunderstood so that. And, okay. yeah, and it, yeah.
2: I mean, it is what it is. You keep on saying that about this topic. Like,
0: yeah.
2: I don't know what else they can do. It's going to be a dark. <laughs> first like what five years i mean maybe like yeah before they're stabilizing back to normal i would say that's basically all i got
0: yeah no it's it's the difficult times uh right now no doubt uh mace you got anything or you want to move on buddy
3: yeah no no comment here
0: all right let's move on um timberwolf uh so they're making a top shot like experience this was in the news a few weeks ago came out uh i guess started talking about golf and uh got into the news um so it's a it's a putting it's like a mini putt uh yeah. experience it's not going to be like the the carnival type putt putts it's it's more of like a um i don't know how you how you would say it, more prestigious it's it well, have woods. you been
3: to blue Mound before
0: yeah yes it, that's gorgeous yeah that i'm that's what i'm
3: envisioning
0: yeah it, and i believe tiger woods has made ones like these before um so it's and i believe it's it's did, 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 did they say the money amount that he invested in this it's, did it's they release a, that it's about a million dollars i've if i've heard correctly okay um
2: i mean here here's my opinion on it Al, and i mean you guys can agree or disagree um i know timberwolf cedar green the five courses that that he owns um does need some work but this is a like I have like a two sided opinion because yes, I think they he could have used this money that he had to maybe maintenance the courses a little bit better, but this is gonna be another good attraction to and Honestly, something to do for even our age, even yeah, Mason's age, like late at night, if it's like a nice summer and it's twenty five degrees, like Mason, you would you would enjoy going mini putting no yeah
0: 100 and and who knows like you're me. you're gonna Call attract people
2: from you're gonna attract people from the valley you're gonna attract people from azilda like everyone's gonna come to do this now that it's like once it gets yeah. up and running and, it's and a good it, date night you know like it's all about business and making money and clearly this is gonna get to work if it if you know if, you know if and, it pans out
0: and we don't know where the money came from it could have been a grant it could been right. a, yeah, a yeah. private exactly. investment that you know like not demanded but it was towards something like this so yeah um i think it's going to be a cool experience i think i'll, I'll definitely try it out at least once um when when it does come to fruition uh plus melee drive uh, that extension a lot of a lot more helps traffic. a lot too yeah a lot a lot of traffic um yeah and i think like Timberwolves has got a great practice facility like it's huge like there's so much potential there and i think a, a putt putt could especially be in a public practice facility
2: yeah yeah, I was here, yeah. and actually, they want to maybe put a patio or a restaurant beside it too. I could be totally wrong with that. Well, if you but have the that'd putt be putt nice. there,
0: if you have the putt putt there, make it a whole experience. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can I ask you why you call it a putt
0: putt? Yeah, so now you know that? isn't that what they call it? Isn't that what they call that putt putt? I'm n- I, I've honestly never heard putt putt. Putt putt. They do call putt putt for mini putt. It is another term. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> I just like the word putt putt.
1: That's cute saying, when you say putt it. Putt. Pop get a
2: little up. rosy but yeah and no like like i mentioned like obviously this money would have been nice to maybe boost up the courses that he owns but like he's gonna make more money on this people like are gonna love this if it pans out like hopefully it's actually well maintained and that thing will be know, jammed yeah it's gonna be 100
0: 100 so how do you All take care of people... it over
2: the winter though i mean
0: it's turf put a tarp on it okay it's it's turf so it wouldn't matter anyways okay. i think i Maybe they dome it, Maybe <laughs> dome it for an indoor experience. You never know. They put a um, uh,
2: put a uh, what do you call
0: sim in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, boys, let's move on. Uh, so people have been talking about demanding, especially Zach Madison. He's like, when are you guys gonna talk about the Blue Jays? So let's talk about the Blue Jays. They they've come out to a decent start a little slower than I would say expected, but they do look good. They're bullpen sick. Um, Springer just got into the lineup. George Springer, um, he looks They're, good. Now he's out again. But, I mean, this team, this team's got some good potential.
2: I mean, the first, I'm going to say 10 games, their bat started off slow. This is going to be my MLB insider brain taking off here, Zach Matheson, when you're listening to this. But the bat started off slow, and that was going to be their, their – um, Something to look forward to that everyone thought they were going to be like a top five offense in the league and it, they started off really slow. But um, what's that Rodman chim from the MJ series when he's like, I got a guy here, I got a guy here, I yeah, got a ball here. here. So, like, when basically the Blue Jays pitching has been like, I got a guy here in the bullpen, I got a guy here. Like, the starting rotation and like the bullpen has been absolutely everywhere. But I mean, they're winning some games with pitching that has been really uncertain for the first part of the year. I think they're 500 or one game above 500.
0: Right now, they're close. They're very close. Um, I don't have the exact record. Um, they had a they
2: yeah. Pull up the record when I'm talking. But they had a great weekend this weekend. Um, I mean, with that young core they have, and obviously you mentioned Springer being hurt again. He just came back and had. I think he hit a bomb this weekend that was like 430.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jays are 14 and 12 right now.
2: There you go. I mean, the pitching has been like. I'm gonna say average or it's been above average as expected. Well, like that was and, like their whole going in, right? And Ryu, the rotation
0: Ryu, Ryu went down. I believe he's gonna be coming back. Um Nate Pearson has yet to take the mound this year. He's yeah. gonna be a stud. Um and I think that Anthony K 2 is gonna be he's gonna be nice. Um yeah. when, when hey, he gets his full a
2: healthy lineup and pitch and you get pitching. I mean, you win baseball games, but I mean it's it's entertaining right now with the Jays.
0: 100 so. 100. They, like. I mean,
2: the first 10 the games the I was like, going. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first 10 games they were like, I'm like, oh boy, but yeah. as oh. of late, it's been good.
0: Yeah, I hope we can catch a Jays game soon, boys. I uh, those were so much fun. How uh, do you like, uh, how do you like my insider there? That was pretty good, eh? Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank um, you. Um, okay, boys, let's move on. So, I got requested here. So, the boys wanted me to talk about um, McDavid. Uh, very close to hitting 100 points. Will he do it? And then, Tom, you did ask us a question a few pods ago, a while back. What was it? Who would get uh, F- like 50 who, goals? Who,
2: who will do it first? Matthews at 50 or McDavid at 100?
0: Right. And it's pretty like I yeah, don't think I Matthews say... will hit 50.
3: No, that's 11. No, goals now it's at, 40 like, and 100. 100. It's 40 and 100. was
0: 40 and 100. Eight. that's what I thought. No, too.
3: now it is. I think it was 50 at the time.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean these two guys in the East, Jim. Like I don't want to stroke off Matthews, but he's scoring every game. It feels like, like it's the watch, North. Tom. It's the North Division. It's weak. Blah blah blah. Montreal's in it too. No, I'm it, saying it's the you North. You say you it's called it
0: the, the East. East. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's sorry. You,
2: I should have saved it for you. you missed it. Yeah. Thanks, Mace. <laughs> that was good though. Thanks for correcting me. Jeez, um, it's a late one tonight. But no, McDavid that goal he scored again this weekend. Like he scores video game goals, man. He's sick.
0: Who who requested to talk about him? Uh, some of the South End guys, we had Kevin McClellan, Cam Keenan. They, asked they, want, they
2: want to hear my thoughts about yeah. him. Well, he is not one guy you don't want to face in the playoffs because if he gets hot, man, he can get like 15 points in like five games in a series, let's say.
0: It, it's pretty like, amazing what that guy does. Like, dry sidle aside, you know, the talent that's on that team, you know, it's pretty it, impressive it's, it's what thin. he do. It's thin.
2: Yeah. Like, it, the, like, the
0: bottom six in Edmonton is...
2: Like, you can plug plug guys in anywhere in the league, and, you know, McDavid can bring Edmonton to a playoff team. Like, I don't know, oh, man, Mike that guy. Smith. Yeah, he's Mike having Smith's a hell of a season. Shout Former Sudbury
0: Wolf, A-Boys. Hey, yeah.
2: I can get him on. Did uh, you see what he uh, got asked about Calgary and, like, how yeah, that was his so chances sick. of Calgary being eliminated from the playoffs
0: yeah, now? Knocked him out. Yeah. He was very happy about that. Um, yeah, Mike Smith's just always a, good, a feel-good story when he's playing good. Love um, that guy. Okay, but um, l- l- let's let's talk. Is McDavid again 100? How many games? How many games left, Tom?
2: Huh? Uh, I think I'm gonna say six. Let me check. Uh,
0: he's at 87 right now. Okay, I forget how much games he has left. So he's at he has 49 games played. So they played 56. Yeah. So what's how the many? Difference, uh? what's, what's the math there? Well you he, played he's played forty-nine, seven. No? Yeah,
3: seven. I seven. Games. No, just yeah. check how many games Edmonton has left. Yeah, that's what
2: I'm doing right now. Chem, you're slow here, bud.
3: I'm just looking at McDavid's. Uh, stats. Personally, I don't I don't think I don't think he'll hit 100. Yeah. He'll I, go on like a little, a little cold streak, but Matthews is gonna hit 40. McDavid's gonna hit like 95 points. Just yeah. unreal. Jamie yeah. Ben led the league in points one year. Like Four
0: years ago, it's like eighty-five or something. That's pretty crazy. Eh? Um, Tyler Sagan scored in his uh, debut back. I guess we we should have saved that for a little bit later, but sticking on the McDavid. Top. I think it's seven games Tom. Well, yeah, well, six after tonight. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Boom. Um,
2: yeah, I don't. I don't think he will reach it. So that's what thirteen and six games. Yeah, he's got a lot of games against Vancouver left. I mean. Do you not think so, this guy's gonna want to get a hundred? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, he's at least he's gonna go get to ninety, care. which is absolutely Magic's gonna hit forty, no problem. But uh, it's pretty impressive what both those guys are doing. Jesus, boys! Um, did, did
2: you hear that? Uh, did you hear that? Yeah, former guest on the show, Zach Drew, give me a Facetime. I'll make sure that he knows that he
0: wants to play some Fortnite. No, oh, no,
2: kidding! He's chomping at the bit. Yeah. But I had a. Do you a, ever turn
0: uh, you know your ringer off?
2: It's it's because it's connected to my uh, laptop. And this you. new update on my laptop, Al, I don't know how to turn it to Do Not Disturb. And that oh, is man. the honest truth. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I had, an, I had an arena dub last night, boys. Competitive league, not a big deal with Zach Shrew. And Brett the other day, actually. I had a flame bow kill Al. 200 to this guy's head. And I was screaming at like 2 in the morning. Themis got up and he was pissed. Well, oh, it, was, it was
0: terrific. And then we ended up getting the win. So Before we move on, uh, we had a little... Um, comment section action with quantum frags Plug little plug he's a cod streamer um one of my boys matt fragamini um he's a sick sick guy and we asked if we can uh, do a collab he threw some eyes on it so i don't know what that means i think he 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 would be down so he's like i
2: see you that's what it's saying and that's what the cool kids say hey maybe you
0: maybe we get a little fortnite stream action one with him it'd be jokes oh my god Uh, it'd be hilarious he would chirp
2: you so hard out
0: why i'm terrible but i'm a huge morale guy when i'm oh yeah he, no we can do that that'd be hilarious yeah so let, maybe we'll set that up all right boys let's move on mayhew performer of the week i'm going to start before anyone beats uh me to it Quentin byfield is my mayhew performer of the week he uh got the debut with la kings he looked great um had a couple scoring chances um and I think the way LA, you know, gave him time in the AHL. Now he's on the big stage playing in some games. We'll never, we'll never see him in a Sudbury Wolves jersey again. Um, but the sky's the limit. So may you perform in the week, Quinton Byfield. Um, dare I say future guest on the podcast. There you go.
2: Mic drop. Mace, you go. I'll uh, go last.
0: You're on mute. You're on mute, Mace. You missed it, bud. Oh, tough bounce Oh, my! can we clip that for we missed it, please? Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, 100%. (laughs)
3: Uh, I'm going to lock in my episode 27 Mayhew performer for Mike Weir. Wins on the Champions Tour, 36-hole tournament, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Wins a win. Wins a win.
4: There it is.
3: (laughs) Uh, Oh, and also, if the States win this game, they play Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, TSN just threw a graphic up. But yeah, Mike Weir, Mayhew performer. And honorable mention, uh, stepdad Scott McCullough bought a Mevo shot tracker. So I'm working on the game in the garage. Uh, the putting's getting there too. But the, <laughs> the flat it. swing, it's going to be fixed. I, I love it. Scientifically, my right-handed swing actually goes further. Better launch angle, uh, faster club head speed. That's But, wild. you know, the, the left-handed, the short game's there already. So yeah. I got to stick with it. Exactly. I think.
0: Exactly.
3: Okay, well, boys, I'll uh, I'll give you my
2: honest opinion on my major performer of the week. And I don't want to hear no soft stuff back, but I'm going to be honest with you two. I can't pick anybody in particular, but my major performer of the week is both you guys. And I'll tell you the reason why it's both you guys. Because as of late, as of probably like a good month, probably the whole 27 episodes, I said months just to be nice to myself. You guys haven't done a lot. And I, I tell my listeners every time I see someone in person or, you know, I'm texting about them. You two do a lot for the social media and almost everything. So I'm going to give you guys a little tire pump that you two are the, probably the main reason why I just come on and, you know, give my opinion about the leaves and how they're going to win the cup in 2021 we'll get into that guy that got a stanley cup sticker on his ass but anyways what i'm saying is this podcast would not be run if it wasn't for you two. so though you guys are you guys get the you guys get the maybe perform of the week how about that and last (laughs) week i gave it to my girlfriend so you know what next week i'll make sure i have an actual athlete or someone that's doing something good but you two get it
0: because they appreciate it
2: we're at a thousand followers just because mason lays in bed and just you know Hits every button's follow button. Well,
0: well, we're getting close. We're getting close. But appreciate that, Tom. Bomb. You're big. Everyone's got a big part on this team here, and I Um, bring the
2: stupidness and the
0: and the looks. Yeah, Tom. You you landed a lot of guests for us too. So, um, you know, it's it's a team effort here, and and we're just gonna keep rolling. Can can we uh, talk about me getting absolutely
2: torched from one one? Can we get? Can we talk about uh, me getting torched by Milana Marcon?
0: Yeah. So I think he's becoming angry about
2: JB. Like, I didn't say anything bad about her. I
0: I think we should bring her on. Because she's Uh, she's a JB fan, right, Al? Huge JB fan. Okay, huge. She's a true
3: believer. Yeah. She's
0: a true. So we'll bring her on maybe next episode.
2: I wonder if she knew that this Drew line that JB created is because JB's middle name is Drew. I don't know if she knew that or not, but...
0: I did not know that. Yeah,
2: there you go. There's a fact for you, boys. JB coming at ya. Wow
0: justin yeah. bieber's middle name is drew it's official we're gonna get her on the pod this beef has been awesome we're gonna we're gonna get it cleared she'll go at you toe to toe too which i love um okay <laughs> okay well man like i he's obviously
2: like one of my favorite singers but i don't know like the every detail nitty gritty stuff like
0: she's gonna put you to the test tom oh we're, we're gonna get I, I, might, I might get a c just a pass <laughs> All right. Uh let's move on. That was the Mayhew Performance, uh sponsored by your friends at Mayhew Performance. Uh Mikey and Nikki Mayhew. Uh, you can hit them up for anything, anything uh, in the mining industry or health in the mining industry. They're amazing. Uh great consultants. Um, so hit them up at www.mayhewperformance.com Mason's got some wild reactions right now. What's going on?
3: Uh, Sweden just scored
0: a filthy goal, two one Sweden. Oh, baby, Um, that's a barn burner already. Um, Okay, let's move into our interview. Rebecca Johnson uh, had a blast uh, having her on. And uh, before we send it off to that, we'll send it to Tom for an ad read from our friends at Silver Cross. Silver
2: Cross sells hospital beds, stair lifts, walkers, scooters, power wheelchairs, and obviously much, much more. They proudly serve Elliott Lake, Sturgeon Falls, the Manitouan Island District, Espanola, Sudbury, and our friends at North Bay. Visit their website, check them out on their Facebook page, or call them at 705-222-0700, that is 705-222-0700, for any healthcare need. Providing solutions to help our clients with their healthcare needs is our priority. And that's a message from Dina Chantal Jacklin, who are the owners of Silver Cross Sudbury. The best for what they do, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check them out for any healthcare need you may have. And now enjoy the interview with Rebecca Johnston.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big one for the podcast and the boys are actually setting a record on the pod today. This is the third sibling we've had from a Northern Ontario family. However, this sibling in particular is a legend in Canadian women's hockey. Born and raised in Sudbury, Ontario, this person lit up every league on every stage she's played in with a career total of 406 points in 307 games. Yeah, she's got the scoring touch in the family. Um, she knows a thing or two about winning with two Olympic gold medals, one world championship gold and two CWHL titles. She's even part of the 2020 NHL all-star game skill competition and three-on-three game it is our honor to have on the behind the bench podcast Rebecca Johnson how are you doing
5: I'm good how are you
0: good good awesome so what what are you up to right now Rebecca and and where you're located in
5: Calgary right now yeah I'm in Calgary right now Um, right right now it's it's obviously been a a tough time Uh, world championships has been canceled so I'm back home I wasn't Really expected to be back home this early, but so now it's just I think continue training a little bit, but just here in Calgary and um, enjoying a little bit of off time right now.
0: All right, good stuff.
5: Well,
4: we'll obviously get into the world championship a little
2: later, but we asked this question to everyone, Rebecca. Like, when did you start hockey? At what age? And obviously, you had a very athletic family growing up. When did it all start for you?
5: Yeah, I grew up obviously in Sudbury, and um, I grew up playing with the guys. Actually, I started when I was four years old. Um, and played in like on the Llewellyn park team like an outdoor hockey league um, which you don't see that nowadays but I, I remember I was on um the ice with my two older sisters and older brothers so I was a lot younger than everyone but I would just skate around I just loved to skate and um and that's kind of when I fell in love with hockey when I was around four four and five years old is when I started
1: Unreal,
0: unreal, what what was it like growing up in a family with, with so many athletic siblings especially with your two mutant brothers stevie and ryan um <laughs> how, how was it with that
5: oh it's great i mean yeah my brothers are something else for sure but they but um no it was great i mean we have such a competitive family uh we all we love sports we all play sports um so that was a big part of our life and um I know my brothers really were competitive with me and I, um, you know, any, any sport, anything we were doing, it's like hockey, outdoor rink, um, road hockey, soccer, basketball, we did everything. And so it's, it's great to have a huge family, um, because that competitive drive is there between all of us and we push each other. And so my siblings are a huge part of my success and, um, yeah, I don't think I could do it without them there. They support me and, and they push me growing up, um, just as an athlete. Love it.
4: What was, was there a specific moment for you,
2: Rebecca, that you like realized that you want to pursue hockey, like on an individual standpoint, was there any
4: specific moment?
5: Yeah. I mean, I, I think growing up, I, I was just like, you know, I just wanted to play all the sports. I just like love sports in general. I played soccer, basketball, the track and hockey were my means. And I think at the point when I saw the 2002 winter Olympics in Sydney, when uh the women and the men both won gold uh that was kind of turning point for me I just you know just saw the emotion and um you know how on stage it was uh it motivated me and inspired me so that was kind of the point where I was like I want to play for the national team uh one day I want to represent my country and uh, I always knew hockey was you know my my first passion and um and so didn't know what I could do with it until you know at that point when I saw when I saw that olympic gold medal you know around those those athletes i just knew that that was a point for me where um that was a goal i wanted to achieve
4: and
2: you mentioned track and field from when alex was telling me you're actually a track star you had five medals at OFSA and a bronze at the canadian junior track and field championships what did you what did you run at
0: track and field
5: yeah i did um 100 200 and 400 so all the sprinting events um yeah i was it was definitely um a sport, I, I guess I was I was good at, and I I like to do it. But uh, you know, hockey was definitely a lot more fun to me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Love it. <laughs>
2: going going back a little bit to the hockey now, uh, going away from the track and field. How would you describe your game to like the listeners of like who Rebecca is?
5: Describe my game.
4: Yeah, your hockey game.
5: Oh, um, sniper. I guess I would say sniper. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward again. Um, yeah, well, I definitely, yeah, you know, I'm a strong skater, so I, I uh, power forward, I guess. But I've, you know, evolved a little bit to, to more of a, a playmaker, and I just try to, to, you know, do the right thing at the right time. So I've definitely evolved my game into more of a skill-based game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, scoring is definitely, definitely a goal of mine. Obviously, everyone likes to score, so try to try to do that as much as I can.
0: Love it, um, and and you end up going to Cornell, uh, for hockey. So, what was the decision behind that? In the process, were there any other schools on your radar that you were thinking of going to?
5: Yeah, so I I knew I wanted to go Ivy League. I I I mean, both my older sisters went to um, an Ivy League school. My older sister Harvard, the other one Cornell, and so those were definitely the two schools I was looking at. Um, I mean, both of my sisters were role models for me. And I, I, uh, wanted to follow in their footsteps. So, um, Ivy league was definitely number one. So if I couldn't get into an Ivy league school, if Wisconsin or Minnesota was, was definitely my next choices, but, um, Harvard and Cornell were the two that I was deciding from. And, uh, Cornell was just more of a, of a school that, you know, suited my type of lifestyle from a smaller city. So Boston definitely intimidated me a little bit right. uh, at Harvard. So, um, I mean, Cornell was not amazing and I really don't regret that choice at all. We, uh, beautiful school and uh, you get an amazing education. So I, I don't regret that at all.
0: Well, for sure. And, and your game took off at Cornell. You had 188 points in 118 games. Unreal. So did you find mm-hmm. your groove like right off the hop and just kind of kept rolling with it? Like your, your role on the team and, and that kind of stuff?
5: Yeah. I mean, I think it did take me a little bit. I, it was tough because going into my first year at Cornell, we were not very good. Um, I mean, the year before I got there, they only won four games, so it was it was challenging for sure. My first year, um, I did well for sure, but it was definitely a different type of of play um, for me. And then as our team, I mean, within the next couple of years, our team, uh, you know, did a one eighty and we were made the Frozen Four, top four in the nation. So. Uh, you know, just as, as your team gets better and you have, have people to play with, it, it, it's just a lot easier, obviously, um, to be successful. So, But each year I kind of found my groove. I, I definitely improved throughout my four years there. I learned a lot. My coach was amazing. He, um, he was a player himself. He went to Cornell as well, and he's, he was a goal scorer. He knew how to score. So that was something that he, he definitely taught me, and um, I learned a lot throughout my four years from him.
4: Unreal. And in between
2: your, your second and third year, you actually take a lap year um, or a gap year. Yeah. I called it a lap year there. It's a gap year <laughs> um, for the Olympics. What was like the training and preparation like before you headed into BC? Cause that's, it's obviously a whole year off before you go to the Olympics.
5: Yeah, it was a tough, um, I mean, obviously to, to be asked to be centralized there's 20 players that, that are asked to centralize. So everyone picks up and moves to Calgary to train for the Olympics and um for me I I was young uh still in university at 19 and I obviously wanted to to play the Olympics but it is a big decision you're not guaranteed to go to the Olympics you still have to try out that year and you take a whole year off of school um I mean it was a no-brainer for me but at the same time it is it is you know putting your life on hold to to follow this dream of yours and um so for me it was I was obviously super excited to, to get that opportunity. And it was, it was a crazy year. I mean, it's training every day where we played, I think like 50, 45 to 50 games in like four months, um, four or five months. And, um, you know, we're just traveling all around Alberta, playing in, in the, the Midget Guys League and um, training playing against the U.S. and then the Olympics. So it's, it is quite the process. And um, I think the toughest thing is is mentally just, it's basically a tryout for six months. Um, You feel like you have to be on every day. Like they're evaluating you through everything. And, you know, if you have an off day, it's, it's, it is really tough on your, on the mental side of things. So I think I really learned a lot about myself. I obviously developed as a player playing with these amazing players each and every day, but um, mentally, I think I, you know, being able to get through that um, and be successful and make that team. um, I really grew as a player and a person.
4: And it obviously pays off because you guys end up winning that Olympics in 2010. What was it like winning on home soil? I I couldn't imagine that.
5: Oh, it was, I mean, a dream come true. I, I, I tried not to put pressure on myself to make that team because I was young and and obviously wasn't, I wasn't sure, you know, what to expect going into that. Uh, But I knew that this was a once, once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't think I would ever get that opportunity to play in Canada again at the Olympics. And, um, so to be able to play in front of a home crowd and having 10 family members there all watching me, cheering me on was, um, I mean, a dream come true. And I remember the final game, um, everyone was wearing red and white. There was like yeah. 19,000 people in the stands and couldn't hear a thing. Like I was on the <laughs> ice and like could not hear my line mates at all. It was so loud. <laughs> so definitely the best atmosphere I've ever, you know, played in front of and played um, you know just to be able to play in front of a whole crowd at the olympics is just a dream comes true and that doesn't come around often
2: no, no kidding i got chills i got chills hey alex <laughs> yeah, yeah. chilling. got some no kidding. um what, what was the celebration like after in the village and obviously celebrating with your teammates and you mentioned your family was there what was the celebration like after
5: oh it was incredible i mean i remember we you know get our medals on the ice uh we get in the dressing room and there's like beer everywhere and like um we had like these gold like basically this gold i guess we just we had to win because we had these gold nike high tops and like this whole gold suit that we had to wear or that we wore and um and then just being able to go and 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 see our families after there was like a hockey canada house at the olympics so everyone just hung out there and um so my, all my family members were there. Everyone from from the teens' families were there. And so it was just a huge party after and, and celebration. And, I mean, it's so special to be able to celebrate with your family, um, you know, the people closest to you that supported you throughout your your career because um, they deserve it just as much as you do. I mean, my parents, my siblings were a huge supporter of mine. So uh, to have, be able to share that with them was, was probably the, the most special. So
0: sick. What well, what a sick story. It's unreal. And then yeah. you and then Ryan you and get...
5: Steven couldn't come though. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I gotta bug him about that. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um and you go back to back in Sochi in 2014. And what was that gold medal game like? Cause you had a big part in it. You have uh, an assist on the, on the game time goal, and then you have an assist on the, on the OT winner. So just talk about that game. I mean, I remember watching it, um, in, in my, uh, grandparents' basement and, and coming mm-hmm. back in a minute, just going nuts. Uh, it was, it was unbelievable. So yeah, take us through that.
5: It was, I mean, I'll never forget that game. It was a storybook ending for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah I mean you can make a movie on on that game alone <laughs> could, yeah it's, um it's it's funny because the entire game like probably the last ten minutes of of the game was the most exciting um but you know we we're down obviously to nothing and and we we're able to tie it up with i think three minutes left we got two goals to tie it up um and I was fortunate enough to be on the ice for all the goals and so um I was on for a lot of different things. There was a, the, when the puck hit the ref kind of, or the, the ref got in the way and the puck went right to the U S player. And then she shot it down in her open net and it hit the post. Like, I remember I had like the right. perfect view of it going down and I was about to like, just like slash the ref. Cause <laughs> I was so mad at the ref for getting in the way. Um, yeah. And, I remember that. That was crazy. It got right. Yeah, I, I passed it up. I passed it up to the D right. and the, yeah. So the so anyway, the ref was kind of in the way, but um, anyway, so it it worked out for us. I mean, I just, we all joke about like the hockey gods being on our side there and wanting us to win. And um, I think the just the way our team came together, being able to tie up that game, and then everyone when everyone went back into the the dressing room for overtime, it was. I don't know, everyone was just so calm and like confident, and just knew that we we were going to win and that we can do it and um probably the best team i've ever been on just in yeah. terms of like believing in each other like the close everyone was so close and um i think i mean having a team dynamic like that is huge and that's part of the why we were successful un
0: unreal i unreal story um and i mean you guys play the state so many times like how heated is that rivalry and like how deeply rooted is it up to this date like you've played them so many times on a lot of the same girls so
5: yeah i i we play them so much but i honestly like i i every single time we play them i'm like so excited and yeah um, the rivalry is for sure there it's it's you know we do hate each other when we step on the ice and um i mean the two of the, the best teams in the world you know head to head against each other and it's honestly every single game it's I mean, there's been some games that have been, you know, higher scoring games and bigger gaps between, between the scoring, but, um, usually it's, it's overtime or we lose or win by one game. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's all super close and, and, you know, any day could could go either way. So I think that's what makes it exciting. It's so competitive and, um, and just every time you're on the ice, it's just like, it's just a battle and it's, it's just a lot of fun to play. Love
4: it love it what, what what's it what was it like uh rebecca playing with Haley
2: wickenheiser alex calls her the living what do you call it a living canadian legend alex that I, sh-
0: I i don't know she she's she's like to to me right now the, the goal that's what the, the goal of women's hockey yeah. I, know, I know uh marie Philippe Poulin. she's she's coming right up there but i mean Haley wickenheiser yeah. was a pioneer for hockey that's all we talk yeah. about when you hear canadian women's hockey so yeah yeah
5: i mean it was Uh, like I was in awe like the first time like I remember I mean I was so young I was 17 and I had made my first world championships and I was an alternate so I didn't like play any games Um, but I practiced with the team and then I would watch the games and uh, I just remember I was like oh my god like I would be sitting I'm sitting beside Haley Wickenheiser right now and um, she obviously she's a pioneer of the game she's um, when everyone thinks of Canadian talk they think of Haley Wickenheiser. And so to be able to play with her, learn from her was, was incredible. She's, she's just such a, a different breed. She's just so like intense yeah. always. And she's at the rink. It's just like, she's just very much like in her like to herself, she's just focusing on what she needs to do. And, um, you know, and she, I mean, it would work for her and she was successful. So it, it was, it was amazing to be able to play with her, but um you know you learn so much from these from these players that have been around and especially when you're young and and just wanting to learn and get better
4: no doubt no kidding um what's the
2: process like after college going pro to the cwhl
5: it's it's different like it's not like guys guys hockey where you know there's a a bunch of leagues that you can play in and uh, there's a lot of options and. you know, for girls, it's this. What we're struggling with right now is is getting a league that's sustainable and that will last, and there's somewhere for us to play after college. And because there are, there's a lot of really um, talented players, uh, sure. but we don't really have anywhere to play at the moment. Uh, you know, except for the 20, 23 players that are on the national team. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's there's not really much else right now, and and so we need to be able to get something that um you know will will last and for all these talented players to be able to continue playing after college and um the it is an adjustment I mean when I started when I did made that adjustment went from Cornell where you feel like I mean you have everything you need at Cornell like at any university you go to you have you know ice time you have locker room you have any treatment you need you get equipment um and then going to the CWHL is definitely a great league it it, it's um, got better each and every year. I was a part of it, but it is an adjustment. I mean, my ice times were at like nine 30 at night. You know, we didn't have, um, uh, you know, treatment every time you needed it. We didn't have like a trainer for a team. There was just a lot of like things that, um, that, you know, yeah, you wouldn't really expect. And these are just little things. Like I, I honestly just, you, you want to be, feel like you're, you're treated like a professional that you have access to these things. Um especially when you're used to college you go from college exactly. to like now just not having all that and so it is an adjustment but as an athlete you know you try to you do whatever you can to to stay fit and stay healthy and um so you know finding ice time or fi- finding physio or people that you can you can work with uh wherever you are so um but again the CWHL was was great to us we had you know a competitive league to play in and I was able to win two Clarkson Cups right. with, with Calgary. So, I mean, I can't complain. And it was it was definitely a great experience.
0: Right. Oh, it's it's interesting you say that, like how, I guess, the little things add up. Um, and, you know, you, you expect to go from college to pro. That's, like, the next step. Um, so, it's, mm-hmm. and, and to be honest with you, when you say, like, uh, you know, physio trainer, like, to me, to us, like, I don't know, that's just given when you think about yeah. pro anything professional. Right. So that that's interesting. You, you say that I, I had no, no idea about that, but that, it's good. We're always learning, which I, I like, um, about the <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, and talk about, you know, rehab and physio, you actually, uh, came back from a significant intru- uh, injury lately. So, um, how was the rehab yeah. from that with, with your Achilles? Yeah, it's,
5: it's going well. Um, It was a tough year for sure with COVID and, um, and then suffering an injury like that. It was, um, you know, two months in a boot, couldn't walk. So I'm a very active person. Um, but that was like, that was a big change for me, but I found ways I was still able to work out in the gym with my boot on and do upper body and that kind of stuff. But, um, it's been about seven and a half, eight months now. And, um, on the ice, I feel great. Like, I feel almost back to normal, which is, which is pretty incredible, but um, off the ice, I'm still, I'm still getting there. There's, there's th- hurdles I need to, to overcome still, um, still feel a little bit weak in my calf and everything. Cause I, I mean, it just, I lost all my muscle there cause I wasn't able to use it. Um, but I, I hear it takes a while <laughs> for, for that to come back and um, to be able to, to be a hundred percent off the ice. So I'm just fortunate. I play, hockey where you're more stable in a, in a boot and, and you don't feel like it's not really high impact. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I, I feel pretty good in the ice. So that's all that really matters.
0: Good, good. Well, if anyone can come back, it's gonna be Rebecca Johnson, that's for sure. So we're we're happy to hear that you are doing good. Um, so let's let's talk about obviously what's gone on recently with the world championship. So when did you find out the news and and where were you located? Were you guys already in a bubble when it happened? Um and yeah, just kind of take us through what happened there.
5: Yeah, so we um this year's been obviously a challenge for everyone. And so a lot of our camps have been um postponed and throughout the year like normally we have a camp in september we have the tournament in november we have another series in december so all that was pushed canceled or pushed back and so we had our first camp in january then we had another one in march and then um the pre-world uh we had a pre-world camp select our selection camp um in halifax so we all flew out there um we all, you know, were COVID tested probably for, I was COVID tested like four or five times. And um, throughout that week that we were there, week and a half. So um, it was really safe. I mean, we all were in a hotel. We all yeah. were isolated from each other. Um, but yeah, we were basically the last day of camp. Um, we were about to play our, our game and we found out our last game that uh, the premier of Nova Scotia had canceled the world championships and I mean, we were all obviously devastated. I was shocked and we were all, we were all in Nova Scotia. We we're all ready to go. Like it was crazy that all of a sudden last minute, um, right the day before um, everyone was, was about to arrive in Nova Scotia, it was canceled. So all the teams were prepping and, and ready to go. And so I think that's the hardest thing is, is, like, I didn't, it never crossed my mind at all once we got there that right. and everything was safe. We all got negative tests that, like, anything would be canceled. Like, the tournament would be canceled. Like, I never thought anything of it. So, it was a huge shock for everyone. Like, Hockey Canada, um, the IHF, like, everyone was in shock. They really didn't think that it would have been canceled, especially that close to the event. So... I don't know. I'm still like I'm still like digesting it. It's just weird. It's it's really um, devastating and, and heartbreaking because we obviously haven't had a, a world championship. So this will be the second year yeah. um, that it was canceled, especially for for Nova Scotia. I mean, Nova Scotia is a huge like they love hockey there and yeah. women's hockey. We would have had a lot of support for sure. And there's two girls in the team and our coach that are both they're all from Nova Scotia. So. I felt for them, like they obviously have been so excited about it, being able to play at home and um, to have that canceled twice is, yeah, devastating. No,
0: that that sucks for sure. Were, were the other teams in the bubble already as well?
5: No. So they all kind of had their own bubbles. But yeah. They were they – were, so everyone was going to be chartered in. So everyone right. would charter right. into Nova Scotia and then from, from the airport just – straight to the hotel from a bus straight to the hotel and then we were bubbling so we were had to quarantine there for 8 days in a hotel room we couldn't leave like making sure we got i don't know 3 4 tests negative tests before we can start to practice and and right. then join the tournament so i mean it was pretty like the protocol was really really strict and right. it was safe and i don't think there was any way that there was going to be a spread of you know if, if someone did have covid i think it would have been contained and and uh and fine and wouldn't have spread to within the province and but again the main thing for for Nova Scotia is that you know you want everyone to be safe and it's tough times right now so I guess in a way you have to respect the decision um but it was it was heartbreaking just because of all the prep I mean this whole year we're prepping for this tournament and it's now changed to August, August so at least yeah. there is a date. Yeah, there is a date, and and at least we have that. It is a diff- definitely different time to have a world championship, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we'll we'll adapt and and figure it out. So, hopefully,
0: yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we we get that. in. you guys deserve a tournament, no doubt, no doubt. You guys deserve mm-hmm. the best. Uh, it's yeah, it's not fair at all. So, um, okay, let's move on. Tom, you got? Uh, yeah, I, right? I just
2: have one more general before. Uh, uh, Mason steps in here for a couple of questions is like, would can you see yourself coaching once, once you're done, like even, uh, I don't know, back home in Sudbury for a few years or just getting into girls hockey coaching. Can you see yourself doing that?
5: Yeah. Like I thought about it. Um, it depends. I I really like um, like doing skill sessions or things with, um, you know, five, six people on the ice. And I definitely want to help the girls game as any way I can. Um, but I really like to see the development, the growth of players. And um, so, yeah, coaching, I don't know, coaching for a career, um, but definitely want to help out any way I can and, and try to develop the game even more. And um, I mean, Sudbury's given me so much, so definitely giving back. I, I've done a lot of hockey schools and yep. um, our little, you know, skill sessions whenever I come back home and to help some girls out. And um, I'll definitely continue to do that. That's, that's an interest of mine, but I'm not sure about a career. I don't know if I want to coach just for a career, but.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: cool, uh, Mesa, I know you want to step in here to. Uh... Yeah. These are uh, some burning questions for our fans. Uh, I guess to start, we'll, we'll just ask you, what's your thoughts on the arena situation? Do you think it should stay downtown or do you think moving it kind of the Kingsway is the right way to go?
5: oh gosh <laughs> uh, um honestly I don't know too much about like the the what's going on there but um I definitely feel like Sudbury like downtown needs to develop and and grow like and and be thriving more like you need people around and um so as Rena could could definitely help with that I don't know about the space there if there's enough space or anything um but I think just in general, Sudbury needs a new arena. So um, I'm down for wherever, just as long as they kind of get it done. <laughs> really. Love it,
3: no, Love it yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we're at the conclusion too. We just need a new arena, but now we're also yeah. at the, the crossroads. What do we do with the stuffed wolf that's in the Sudbury arena right now? Do you do you like the tradition of uh, the wolf <laughs> and the gold horn? Or would you like to see that retired with the new barn? I do
5: I just I think they can figure out like a, a kind of a, a more up to date way of doing it. I don't know. <laughs> the the
0: pulley system. Yeah, yeah. I the got
5: system. yeah. But I mean, I think I loved it as a kid. I thought it was awesome. So I mean, I I think a lot of kids and stuff still would love that. But
0: I love it. Maybe okay, just
5: updated it a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um Next question before we get into a rapid fire here. Um, your golf game. What's your golf game like? We, you know, we've seen a couple <laughs> swings. Um, it's I, I can tell you, it's nicer than Stevie and Rise, in my opinion. But oh um, yeah, what, right. what's a golf game like?
5: I mean, I I want it to be a little bit better. I don't get out enough to for it to be consistent by any means, um, but. I mean, I can hit the ball, and then sometimes it goes like I don't. Sometimes <laughs> I just don't know where it's gonna go, so uh, I might need a couple lessons for sure. Awesome, love it.
0: All right, um, we're gonna head into a little segment we call the Fast Five. So it's five rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to the top of your head, just let it let it rip, and uh, we'll send it over to Tom. All
4: right. The first question is: What is your most memorable goal in your career?
5: Oh, my God. Um, These are supposed to be fast. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> we make them hard on purpose. Oh, my God.
5: I think uh, Frozen, uh, not Frozen Four, um, uh, Four Nations, I scored in overtime against the U.S.
4: Love. It. Nice, nice. Thanks. Okay. If you I were to go can't remember
5: pro- what year.
4: I can't remember what year. If you were to go <laughs> pro in any other sport, what would it be? Uh,
5: probably tennis.
4: Like Ooh, it. Okay.
5: Nice. Okay. <laughs> not saying I'm good at tennis. I just think like they'd be cool. Yeah. Okay.
4: Love it. Um, most famous person you've met. Gosh, I met um yeah, there's so many.
5: Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, oh nice. Lester.
4: Nice. Wow. Okay. Um, favorite high school teacher.
5: Favorite high school teacher. Um, Mr. Ward.
4: Okay. And then last one. We always ask everybody. This is favorite. Subway restaurant.
5: Uh, I would say respect is burning, but like, I don't even know. I haven't been like, did that burn no. down? It did, but no. it
0: has, it has been uh revived. That's Stevie's number one spot. Loves. The yeah, Steve, yeah.
5: Steven loves that spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I
0: would say there. Awesome. Okay, that's different. That's the first time we've heard that one. Love it. Um, okay. So that's gonna do it um for the interview. Rebecca, thanks so much, you know, for making the time and, and coming on with us. It uh, means the absolute world. We're we're so excited to get this one out. So thank you so much for coming on.
5: No, thanks for having me.
0: That was the interview with Rebecca Johnston. Tom, thoughts on the interview. Thoughts, questions, concerns. Remember when the teachers used to say that,
2: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When you said thoughts there, I got a little, ugh. But, a hey, thoughts on the interview. Just, I don't know, world class. Like, she, that, that story about her winning the Olympic gold, just, ugh. Remember I said chills in the interview? Legit, it's just, I couldn't even imagine winning a gold medal for your country, and she's done it twice. So, kudos kudos to her for what she's accomplished and big thanks for her coming on our show. And I mean, I felt, I felt pretty bad for her when she was explaining about how the world championships ended, but at least now, I don't know, we'll get into it after you give you guys thoughts in the interview, but I'm happy they postponed and now at least till August and not fully canceled that. So that's good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. Tom, it was, it was a blast. She, she's a great person. You know, she came on uh, m- made the uh, time for us, so we really appreciate it. she she was awesome um and we, i know i really hope some uh works out for them because uh, they they deserve nothing but the best um it's just it was weird to hear the the transition from college to pro uh, almost sounded better in college um they had everything in college compared to to the CWHL So it's was very interesting um, To hear that I didn't know that um, So you learn Like I said On, on the interview You learn a little uh, Bit more Every time we do this thing So uh, Thank you Rebecca Again for coming on Let's move on The BTB hockey pool Mason beats Pauly in the semis Sayonara Pauly He talks too much Like expecting. his son um, And his son Like father like son Tom loses to Greener In the semifinals well um Paulie's been at me. I don't know why. He he has been after me for a long time now during the playoffs. He's out. See you later. And the finals are set. Greener versus Mason Savage. Um, I can't believe we're at the end of this BTB hockey pool. It's been crazy. Um, but let's hear everyone's thoughts. Well, oh, it's it.
2: it's been it's been a hell of a riot, and I lost to the first seed. I think Greener was first seed. I believe so hey, he had a hell of a team, man. And I put up a good fight. And Al, you didn't even think I was going to make the playoffs halfway through the year because I started off slow. And I mean, I made it work. I made some uh, um, um, great trades along <laughs> the way <laughs> to, uh, burst, to burst my lineup. And, uh, I, you know, I, I made sure because Mace was in one semi, I was in the other. I was like, well, both of us can't win. We talked about this. So, um, you know, I, my my time invested in that week against Greener wasn't at the max capacity because I wanted to make sure that you know, only one of us represents the pod in the final. So but no, hey, I actually lost fair and square and greener has a hell of a team. But it was a good run. It was fun as hell to do this. Like if you think about it now, we ran our own hockey pool, mace as well, like our podcast
3: hockey pool. So it's pretty cool. Uh corrupt mace thoughts. <laughs> uh well, I didn't even need to really make any roster changes this week. I dog walked Polly, but Greener's dog walking me right now as of Monday. Already doubled me in points, and I'm having a sick week. So Greener's team's pretty good. Probably because he has Cole Caulfield and uh, Nick Suzuki. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't put too much time into it. Really just worked the waiver wire. Sam (laughs) Reinhardt's been an absolute stud. Did he get anything for you tonight? 12 points. Yeah, two goals, one assist. Tonight? Tonight. Jesus, Mace. Uh, The state's goalie just went out, actually just live update about the game that's already over while you're listening to this, but <laughs> yeah, but I, I made a rookie GM move this week. I didn't pick up enough players to start tonight, picked up a guy who I thought I was going to play. I really only had defensemen left. I could play. So I wasted a pickup there. It's really getting down to the strategy right now, picking yep. up guys, use your seven pickups Oh, and Dvorak. Just just scored on my bench. That's sick.
2: And not to interrupt you, mates, but there is something about playoff hockey and fantasy that makes you just your blood boil. And Al, Al obviously wouldn't know what that feels like, but um, so it it is just terrific. You know, late at night picking up players for the following cha- day. And, so
0: a couple changes I'll be suggesting to the league next year when we do this. <laughs> um, one, we're going to is you as commissioner, or we're going to be able to vote on trades. That is going to happen for sure. Um, we are also uh going to i i think the playoffs should start maybe a bit earlier and you run them for two weeks that way everyone has a fair shot at getting all their players in um i don't know i don't know those are my suggestions um but it was a fun league nonetheless um and i guess greener will be taken out on our on our uh gift that we have for the winner because he's the only non-podcast member uh, also two of three podcast members making the final four very impressive um congrats uh on that boys
2: and um, I can I just clarify one thing before we move on about the pool because like next week we'll congratulate the winner and blah 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 just to let you know that patty came mcKinnon deal I did with jacko and you you talked about points mcKinnon has one more point than Patrick kane I'm just letting you know that
0: how many more fantasy points?
2: Because we we've out. How many more? I didn't check that. Probably like thirty or forty. Because just because the reason of face offs, we we include that in it. Mace? Okay.
0: Yes, we did. McKinnon yeah. takes face offs. Yeah, Marner off, does it. So okay. So, that so means... it's a
2: fair deal because I also gave up Riley for Yandel. Who Riley's better than
0: Yandel. Who well, has more you guys made some fantasy points? Moves with with Whaler, which was disgusting. Uh, oh my God, mine but we're wasn't not get, bad. Well, we're, we're not. We're not. No, yours wasn't too bad, but Brett's was disgusting. But we're not going to get you into. Go it. Go at him. Don't come at me well, like you're. We're not going to get into it because you two because you two are in coots the whole way, anyways. Yeah, and you're in coot um, with Meg, dude. I'm like, very happy with how the league went, except for the trades, which we'll we'll adapt to. You've um, also been a part of some of the trades too. So, anyways, we'll uh, move on. I mean. 100% fair deals the entire time. Ryan O'Reilly is not a fair deal. Absolutely is. For Miko Ranton, yeah, absolutely. Next. Is. Oh. Anyways, yeah, next. <laughs> next. next. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Quirny's quiz today. We'll be uh, announcing our two winners as well. Um, before we get into that, let's talk to you about this legendary family business. They've been serving celebrity for already for over 45 years Cornie's Office Plus offers all things office supplies and more. Cornie's is locally driven, customer focused, and offer everyday low prices that are affordable and offer the best quality. Next day delivery is a guarantee, and you can't find that anywhere else. Folks, folks, visit the store on 67 Elm downtown or online at www.cornies.com. Go check them out, and if you go shop online with Cornie's, you make yourself a little a little guest uh, access, um, a little member of Corny's. It takes two seconds to do. You will be able to get a 10% discount on everything on the store with the promo code BTB10. Go use it. Go to Corny's online and drive those sales up. uh, For our friends at Corny's, they are the best uh, in the business for what they do. Let's get into it. Okay, guys. So I got uh, our wheel of names here. I guess I'll videotape it on my phone just to make it um, show so oh. that we have no bias. Um, so I'll, I got the videotaper here. Here we go. So I'm tapping a spin here. What's it saying? All right. This is great radio. First <laughs> winner. First winner is Chris Verilli no yeah chris really is our first winner next one spinner coming in hot here we go who's it gonna be we had a bunch of entries and all right carter mitroff carter mitroff one um so congrats we'll get in contact on insta uh for your gifts and what are the gifts mason if you want to enlighten the people
3: our great friends at Kearney's are going to set you guys up with a new set of earbuds. Uh, you can listen to your favorite podcast, like Behind the Bench. You can take your business calls while you're working from home. Uh, just all around great headphones. They're going to have 12 hour battery life. Uh, this is just some of the things that Kearney's offers. You can get, you can get coffee for your Keurig machines there. You can get a little of everything. Uh, these earbuds are, are going to go to these great, uh great listeners who partook in our, in our contest. Um, but speaking of contests we have a quiz for you two today uh, no q a section uh, i've built built the kearney's quiz we got two sections we have the sudbury section and we have the hockey section oh yeah dude so how it's a gonna work wipe uh how it's gonna work is uh i don't even have a coin for heads or tails <laughs> heads so, thanks i'll go first <laughs>
0: Perfect, I won Tom. last time. I won. Tom won the last time, so let him go. Yeah. yeah, oh
3: perfect. All right. So uh we got three questions from each. Sorry. Okay. Uh, you can choose, choose them until they're over or go back and forth however you want. If you get it wrong, the other guy gets the opportunity to steal. Get okay. a point of question, pretty simple. And if we both get it wrong, nothing happens. Like uh, I get yeah. it wrong, he steals, he gets it yeah, wrong. No, okay. nothing.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go. Can I
3: choose Subbury as my topic first, please? Yes. Um, all right, Tom. The highway connecting Sault Ste. Marie and Sudbury is? <laughs> Sault Ste. Marie
2: and Sudbury. I'm going
0: to say Highway 11. That is incorrect. No, it's not 11. No, it's not. It's not 11. It's not 11. Ah, oh, it's going to bug me.
2: What a question.
0: Oh, I know every highway except the Sioux's. I've okay. been on it so many times. I'm just going to say right. it because it's just the one. The... Oh, I Why see it. It's. I think it's – I'll go Highway 17, but it's not Highway 17. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that is correct. That, that is, is correct? Yeah, it's Highway 17? That is correct. Yeah. Oh, okay, One-nothing for Chimino. Wow, wow. All right, Chim, would you like Sudbury or hockey? Let's go. I, let's stick with Sudbury. I like I like Sudbury. <laughs> he wants to get up early. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I, I dig this. The Idewald Golf and
3: Country Club is one of Idwald or Sudbury's most prestigious golf courses. In what year did the Idwald open?
0: 1922. That is correct. Yes. Same year that Hollister started making t shirts. Yes, baby. The only reason I know that is Carter agrees. Um, apparently, the Idlewild, once they hit their 100-year mark in 2022, will be able to be called the Royal Idlewild. So watch out for that.
2: That is so wow, sick. sweet. Wow. Yeah. We'll still be members there. All right, give me, an, <laughs> give me uh, an NHL one here, Mace. Oh, it's hockey, Tom. It's not NHL. Oh. So. Hockey. <laughs>
3: 2018 Olympics were a little different. Uh, no one in There's went across. Uh, but who won the 2018 gold medal game in hockey? I know it. 2018.
2: Can I ask where it was? This
0: is a Pyongyang. I don't game. Even remember. Pyongyang.
2: Chang. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to shoot an answer here, man. No.
4: I don't remember.
0: I'm going to say it was Sweden. Wrong.
2: Fudge.
0: I don't want to sound too overconfident, but I believe the finals, it, Germany went on a historic run <laughs> played against Russia Russia inevitably won the gold medal game in 2018. The Olympic athletes from Russia, but I will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Olympic athletes. I'm getting naked Russia. mild here.
3: This is embarrassing.
2: Let's go. 3 0. Okay, I got to win the next three. Jim, well, can... we
3: actually have four questions from each, so we'll we'll put the bonus questions in with it. right Okay, away. go, Chen. All right. Cause... Give me a pick, choose your topic.
0: subri again. Let's go, subri.
3: All right, this is a tough one. How many lakes are in the Sudbury region?
0: 330. Wow.
1: <laughs> that's that's correct. Did you get that
0: right? No. Let's go, baby. How did you know, know that? I know my did, city. I know my How did you know that? The City of Lakes. You want How did you know that? Well, I'll give you a good story quick before we, we keep going. Uh, we're at Laurentian. It was my first tour of the campus, um, <laughs> and they did a, a trivia contest with all the newcomers. I'm the only guy from Sudbury, um, so they asked how many lakes how many lakes are free in Sudbury, and uh, my dad knew the answer. Fed it to me, three hundred thirty. Boom. Got a nice LU toque with it, so uh, take that one to the bank. All right, let's go. Let's uh, get there. That is absurd. All
3: right, Tom, you need to go on a heater here.
0: No
2: kidding.
3: I'm assuming you on hockey. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh. Yeah.
3: No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh. This is honestly a Sudbury hockey question, so maybe you'll do well. Okay. Uh, this person who we want to get on the podcast is also known as the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Joe Bowen. Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, Put that yes. one on a T for yourself. Yeah.
4: Put that in your pipe and smoke it out.
3: <laughs> I mean. It's a kid show.
4: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got on the board. Okay. Right, uh, now, do you wanna do... you want Tom needs to run the board. Do you wanna just let him go until he misses?
0: Well, if I get a rate though, I can put him to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like yeah, that. I wanna put him to bed. Out. I wanna put him to bed. Give me Sudbury. Give <laughs> All me right. Sudbury. All right.
3: This is also a Sudbury hockey blended question. <sighs> nice blend, fine, fine wine. Um who is the longest serving captain in Sudbury Wolves history?
0: Okay, now I gotta get Mikey kimito for this one.
3: You cannot bone a hockey historian. I'm sorry.
0: Longest serving, he's got. He had to play like at least four or five years. I was thinking, I was thinking one of the Folinas, but no, it can't be. I I'm gonna guess him, but I don't think. I think he went to the show too early. But I'm gonna guess Mark Stahl. That is incorrect.
3: Incorrect. Wow. Lifetime season, take it hold. I missed that one. Can I hear um, the no, um, no. Looking at your phone, no. Ty's I'm not. looking no, at no, no,
4: no, no. I'm actually texting Zach. Giroux, look. I said be on
2: at eleven for fork, and it's. <laughs> I have ten minutes. Okay? okay. I honestly did not. Can I hear the question again? Just so I. can... He was the
3: longest serving captain in Sudbury Wolves
0: history. This is gonna bug me. I don't know if it's recent. I know. I had McKellie Carson. No. Who? Macaulay <laughs> Carson. No. <laughs> Macaulay Carson. It's not even. Not even. You said Mark Stahl. That was my guess. Zach Stortini. Oh. Oh my God. You know
2: why I thought. Three, three I think, years. I, I didn't think about that as an option, but I should have because the question before you like related it to a guest we wanted to get on and we wanted to get him on too.
0: Three years, eh? Hm. Okay. I right. Carson was like two, Jim. No, no, no yes. I, I shared a captaincy too, so I don't know. No okay, you're right. That was, a, I mean, that wasn't yeah.
2: too far I guess, but hey, I lost one, one series. Right. Trimino, Do you know the other questions? Are you going to save them?
3: They're, they're pretty
0: good questions, I think. So save them, save them. Yeah, I think I'm going to save them. Yeah, save them. All right. So, I like that. series save is tied them. one, one. Have... That wraps it up for the Cornies quiz. Um, and shout out uh, to our friends at Corny's. Thank you so much. We'll get in touch with our winners for the giveaway too. Keep asking us questions because you get a chance to win these awesome gifts. Next one's a pretty cool one, we don't want to share it yet, but uh, it's, it's definitely a, a good one. So, uh, we'll move on here. Uh, to we missed it, boys. Did we miss anything uh, last few episodes at all? We never do. No, not I think we've been pretty good the people got to tell us if we miss them, you got to let us know. Um, but I I don't think we missed anything. The only thing I missed, um, this episode that I want to get out again is the music, uh, part. If you're from Northern Ontario, if you got music, send us the music. We'll put it on our podcast. Northern music. It's killing the game right now. Um, and uh they have a, uh, some great music um and, and we love showcasing them on our outro now they're like our official outro yeah Tom. you know what you
2: missed it last episode at the actual start you talked about something about your parents getting a new car and you're like which we'll get into but we never did we never did because we never had time i don't know if you want to tell a little story that you. oh had.
0: It's, it's a long story it really well, is I, I know the cole's notes you can almost tell
2: the cole's notes
0: ah uh, it's 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 a long one uh, all uh, all I'll say um, is okay. You got so, a new car. So parents got a new car. It's a, it's a CRV. They went to get it, but when they went to, it, everything sounded great. Sounded good. My mom's getting rid of this old caravan. Ready to get rid of it. So happy. Uh, <laughs> get to the car- get to the dealership. It's got a, it's got a key mark on the uh, on the back. Just a nice key mark. They tried to patch it. Anyways parents gave him the business they uh they um professionally got it fixed so my dad and I gotta go and meet in Parisrytown for 7 a.m to pick up the car we get there 7 a.m on the dot guy doesn't show up till eight no doesn't call us till eight eight in the morning and he goes so we're sitting there in Paristown he goes grino what I am about to tell you may cost me my job if you have any faith in humanity, you will <laughs> help a brother out. I am so sorry for this. Um, so, so my dad starts laughing. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, you just the, the deal's like basically sense. So, just want to get the car, get the hell home. Yeah. Um. So we we went up the road, Port Severn, met with him. Guy bowed down to us. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed the car and away we away we went. So, um, it's all it's it's hey, all a day story. out of it, man. Made a day out of it. That's the reason I, I had to reschedule my Danny Rain dentist appointment. Well, um, th- th- hey,
2: that's a good, good plug. But it's not this guy's fault, though. Eh? It's got to be the dealership that didn't have it fixed no, on time I, or
0: something. N- no, no. They fixed it in time. He, all he had to do was drive it. He was late. Okay. Um. He okay. Appara- Yeah. Uh, the, guy, the, I, the guy just, he missed it. He, he missed, it. missed it. There you he go. Missed he missed it, it, it. big time. It, he um, missed it but yeah okay boys thanks tom for the plug there um that's gonna do it for we miss it that's gonna do it for the episode tom no you got something else what's up yeah i have to do the ad read oh my god yeah we didn't oh my even god. get into yeah, that you sorry. missed that yeah i missed missing that movie segment we're, we're missing everything missing yeah. movie segment Chim, we oh got a
2: date at 11 at night here on a zoom sorry call, guys so sorry he I just missed the book.
0: wants to boot I, uh, us in the okay. nfl draft oh i can't believe we didn't talk about that oh my god oh my god, god. Save that for next episode. We'll save it for next episode, NFL Draft.
2: Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Missin is a local apparel company specializing in comfortable and affordable streetwear. The brand helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's Not Alone line, raising funds for organizations, providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon-to-be Sudbury. Visit their website to check them out and make sure to take a look at their joggers that just got released. Find them at www.jusmssn.com. That is www.justmissin.com or check them out on Instagram at justmissin. When you do purchase, Just justmissin has set up our BTB fans and listeners up with a promo code, baby at checkout, type in the promo code BTB two zero for 20% off all apparel. That is BTB two zero, a deal you can't beat for already affordable clothing. How will that ad read? live yeah, in the nice section and
0: smooth nice and, and
2: smooth silky and smooth. what's uh, that part of the movie al is it i think it's happy gilmore no no um what's the adam sandler one when uh he's like acting like a child and he's like uh billy madison thank you mason one nothing mason's the movie guy and he's like rubbing the uh, the shampoo and he's like uh, shampoo is better i go on first and clean the hair
0: <laughs> then he's like he grabs
2: the conditioner he's like
0: is better. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has gone off the rails has oh, just fallen out almost fallen out of the chair okay the missing movement movie segment it's a new segment uh the boys are going to be watching a movie each week we're going to give you a little review on it um so mace what's our movie for the week
3: Uh, the movie for this week sticking with the m's the missing movies we're watching mitchell's versus the machines Uh, number one movie on netflix right now uh sony sony pick not pixar but sony animated film uh blake griffin's one of the voices in there you got john legend chrissy Teigen. Uh, so Loaded. yeah big big names it's gonna be a good movie tom don't worry okay we are not talking about a reaction on text we have to do it right on the episode yeah no we can't yeah, yeah, only exactly. live so if you guys want to watch this movie it just came out uh we're gonna do a live review send us your your thoughts on it too next
0: episode uh we'll see how the segment goes cool love me um okay boys is that it now did, yes, do I, I got it. hey, it's been yeah. a slice boys it's another a, great a- episode another great episode um that's going to do it for episode 27 thank you to rebecca johnson for coming on hope you guys love that interview thank you to our sponsors always got her back always giving us a chance to do something great with this podcast so thank you so much instagram podcast. Winners. yeah congrats to the winners instagram btb podcast double underscore same thing with our twitter um also youtube we drop every thursday our interviews go check it out go subscribe we may be doing a giveaway with the youtube subscribers too so go subscribe go subscribe because it's something big go subscribe. go subscribe um also subscribe to us on apple podcast spotify give us a review and a rating i saw a couple one stars i saw a couple two stars hey if you're giving old reviews i want you on the podcast You reach out to us. But anyways, give us whatever. Give a a review. Stars. That's how we get on the rankings. BTB is going to get there one day. Roll to 1,000 followers on Instagram. We're so close. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to BTB. We will be back next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of the journey. And we're going to send it off to our boys at Northern Music for the outro. Take care. See you next Tuesday.
1: Let's roll like the wheels on a train Just like the river when it rains Let me roll on in to your love Time, let's let time roll on by Well, Let's let this thing take flight Cause I'm all caught up say that freedom's never free but it's all I feel when you're with me I can't seem to unhinge from you and for you girl I'd walk that line like Johnny Cash in 69 you got me jumping through your rings of fire of fire of fire Trust and only real love girl, not a lot I want to walk these roads with you Cause if we don't try, girl, we'll never know Let's follow this road wherever it goes Pull me in and hold me close They say that freedom's never free It's all I feel when you're with me I can't seem to unhinge from you And for you, girl, I'd walk that line Like Johnny Cash in 69 You got me jumping through your rings of fire Of fire, of fire Got me jumping through the rings of fire, the fire, the fire They say that freedom's never free, but it's all I feel when you're with me. I can't seem to unhinge from you. And for you, girl, I'd walk that line. Like Johnny Cash in 69, you got me jumping through your rings of fire, the fire, will a fire. You got me jumping through your rings of fire, will a fire, the fire.